What up, what up, y'all? It's Mr. Al Pete, musician, hip-hop artist, DJ, actor, host, podcaster, motivator, and cousin's best friend. This is my personal podcast where I speak on different happenings with me, my thoughts, goals, struggles, triumphs, shoes, Adidas, baby, music, Ty-Fi Rice, Twitter, whatever. You might get an appearance from good old Kip Monroe. <laughs> Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood, Clear Visions, to the top, y'all. Good day, good afternoon, good evening, my folks. This is Mr. Al Pete with Clear Visions Podcast. Thank you so much for hitting play. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes thus far. And this is the second part of my journey into podcasting and getting into the podcasting world. And I talked with my old professor, Isaac Brown, at a Florida State College at Jacksonville. And we just had a good conversation. So this is the second part where I talk about how I got actually into podcasting day job wise and just talked about um, the trends of podcasting, different genres, and we just kind of wrapped it up or whatever. But hopefully you um, you listened to the last episode. If you haven't, go listen to that first and this will be the continuation of it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Make sure you follow me, Mr. Al Pete, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. So, yeah. That's where we at, man. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. MrRP.com, NPN-LC.com, all that great stuff. All right? Enjoy. Well, we're really proud of your work you did on that. And, you know, it's so neat that it turned into your next gig, really. Wouldn't you say that, you know, your experience with WJCT was like a huge selling point with Resident Recording? Very. I would think. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about Resident how that's going, what you're doing. Yeah, so I'm an audio engineer there. Um, I met them at uh, Podfest in March of 2020. Um, I met them through um, Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, if people are not familiar with Buzzsprout, it's basically a hosting site for podcasting. Um, but they're here locally in Jacksonville. So I had been talking with them, building up my repertoire with them. So um, my friend uh, Al, Al Brooks, Al Brook, Alvin Brook, he's head of marketing at uh, Buzzsprout, but I was down at uh, Podfest and he introduced me to, uh, to, uh, to John, John and Jacob at uh, Resident Recording. And this was in March. And it was like, well, you know, we might be looking for some audio engineers, just keep up with us. And um, right after that, the COVID hit. So, that hit, um, you know, I went through graduation <laughs> virtually. <laughs> uh, I just kept in touch with him, man. No, it's fine, man. I mean, it's, it was COVID, so it's fine. But yeah. uh, no, everybody, everything changed. It seemed like everything changed. But but it it this part, it it just you know it's it was just by the grace of God with that man, and um, I just kept in touch with him and. I hit them up maybe in September, October, and it was like, yeah, we're looking for audio engineers, you know, send this, you know, can you do this? It's like a practical test. So I did the practical test, and I passed both of those tests, and I had like two interviews, and next thing you know, it was like, we need references. So that's why, you know, I thank, thanks to you for the reference, and oh, I, no problem. I sent them Oddball, I sent them the odd, you know, Oddball, and my, my friend, um, his name is Odd Rod, 
that's the project that I did. So I'm like, ah, ball, ah, rod, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so they loved it, man, and and that, that, that's what got me on the resident recording. So now I'm an audio engineer. Been on since November, and it's been oh, great. Sure. It's been great. I mean, it's, I, a lot of the podcasting that I'm listening to while I'm editing has been very informative. It's been some funny mm-hmm. stuff too, but. Um, you know, I want to. I want, like I said, I want to get into marketing, but I just kind of held off a tad bit so I can make some money back from not being, you know, not working consistently. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. I, I I feel like um, this job and like a lot of other stuff that I do has put me in place to listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about the stuff that I want to learn. So I'm like, I feel like I'm in class every day when I clock in and like I'm studying. You know, I'm, I'm working on somebody's podcast and I'm just getting so much information. I'm like, I'm getting my That's message. a really good point. Yeah, oh, I mean, you're, you're basically learning the material that you're editing. I, you know, uh, and I don't want to get too, you know, religious in the thing, but I'm like, the Lord put me in this spot for a reason. He had to. Like, he was like, we're going to put you here and let you learn what you need to learn. And that'll be, be your uh, enrichment. You know what I'm saying? Why you, uh, why you, you know, wait for your next phase? But, and I, I enjoy it, man. I enjoy trying out the different, different plugins. Um, I'm based on Pro Tools because that's what, uh, that's what our. I was gonna ask. Yeah, you know, Pro Tools. Yeah, our standards. That's or a whatever. great program. Yeah, great program. Yeah, I, I, it's it's so much to do on here, and I'm still learning and yeah. still learning. But like the plugins, all the it's, way to. It's the, a deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could go forever learning on that one. Oh yes, yes. So it's been fun. It's been fun doing those. Um, some of the projects that we do are uh, are popular. So uh, like resident recordings, um, they work with like uh, ASHP, um, Colgate, um, Toyota. I edited like a Twitter podcast a couple weeks ago. So it's you know it's 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 some heavy hitter podcasters that come through, so I get a few of them here and there. But the ones that people like the general population send in, man, it's some good yeah. stuff, man. It's just good to hear different perspectives about business and even with podcasting. People talk about podcasting on a podcast, so. <laughs> so and that's what we're doing, I think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I love it. I I love the job. Uh, looking That's forward, excellent. looking forward to grow, growing with this company. They they have a lot of great things in store, and I love it, man. It's, I, I absolutely That's love awesome. it. So most people are recording it in a studio, and then you're editing it. Is that since it's all remote, you're not actually like doing the recording production side of things? It's mostly post. Is that right? Right. It's mostly post, but. Um, the company, I'm sorry, uh, the company that, that I, you know, Mr. Peter's Neighborhood, like, we have a podcast network, so it's called the Neighborhood Podcast Network, um, currently have, I want to say 13 podcasts that, um, I work with, like, three or four of them are, like, mine, but nevertheless, it's, like, 12 to 13 of them, but, so I have the experience of being in studio and we're actually recording people. But when it comes to resonant recordings, for sure, like the audio gets uploaded, they upload it and then we edit it. We go through the instructions of what they want. Some people, for the most part, 
and I think I might be bleeding into another question that you you was about to ask, but um, the standard, a lot of people just want to get the ums out, the ums, the ahs, the full of words and stuff like that. So um, that's that's the basis of like when we go through um, audio here at Resonant Recordings. Now for the, you know, for my network, they don't, they don't care too much about it. They just want to cut the mics on, talk, and, and that's that. And I get that too because mm-hmm. Depending on the feeling of the of the podcast, the tone of the podcast kind of determines like how much you know what I'm saying. You want to get deep into the ums, ahs, and the edits and stuff like that. So, but with, with resident recordings, we definitely do professional, like high standard uh, editing. You know what I'm saying? Give and, and we give good mixes and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Such a cool job. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's definitely cool too. And if you don't mind me speaking on experience as far as with the studio part, but like, Not at all. Um, you know, I have to tell people all the time, like, don't touch the microphones. Don't touch the microphones. Like, like I, because. <laughs> well, that's the, you see it on TV, you know, when they're talking. They- I'm like, people oh. grab the mic, you know, like a rock singer. What? Yeah, between yeah, it's all cuffed in, and you know, people yeah. people get nervous too. People are very nervous. So you know, the 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 thing is, when you're nervous, you just start fiddling stuff, and for some reason, everybody goes to the mic, and <laughs> that you know that has potential to like destroy your audio, like like tremendously, and you know. I'm I'm in a producer's role, so I know how to set up a microphone. I know how to set them up and cue them, I, you know, all the way from somebody with a high-pitched voice all the way to a low-pitched voice. Like, I know how to cue it and mix it and stuff like that. And it's very important because I think about, like, the listener. I think about what, you know, what they're going to hear when it, when it comes out. So I really want to be sensitive to their ears. And, yeah, I'm just big on sound a lot, like, I'm big on audio. I'm really big on audio, and that now that came from me being an MC, a hip hop artist. Um, just music in general. I just you know when you hear something, you're like, "This audio's bad. I'm gonna cut it off." And I don't want nobody cutting my stuff off. So, um, and I'm real big on on tones. So if somebody's talking about business, I know how to mix it to that degree. But if it's a fun, vibrant podcast, I know how to mix to that. Um, that's important too when it comes to podcasting or, or any type of audio. You like you need to know what the subject is. Like you need to know what what's the backstory behind it. You know, mm-hmm. even if you're just mixing audio. Well, if you're mixing a song, let's just say mixing a song. Um, I had a friend send me a song last week, and um, it sounded like a really vibrant song, like a bright song, but the mix didn't sound like that at all. And I'm like, well, did you know that this, did you listen to the lyrics? And I'm not, I'm not saying everybody should do this, but it is, it does help when that happens, when you like kind of dig in a little bit. And that's, a, that's communication too. You got to talk to your clients and let them know like, hey, let me know what, what type of sound you want. And sometimes they don't know. So they leave it on you as the producer or the engineer to understand that. And then that's when you get in and say, hey, what type of feel you want to hear with this song? Like, like is this a, a sad song or is it like a jolly song? Or, you know, you start digging into that, which makes it makes the audio more richer. So when it comes to podcasting, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like, 
what have you noticed in terms of trends and in terms of the work the work you're doing with resident recordings are you seeing like a trend like for instance it seems like these murder mystery podcasts are like going through the roof and that sort of thing through the have roof you seen that? through the roof through the roof like true crime yeah. yeah true crime and I love true crime too like but through the roof it's I mean a, the demand is insane it seems like you know and, and what's and what's crazy about it is and I don't I mean I guess I don't like saying it but like it's so much information it's so many topics that you can go with that like it's you can you can pick a case you know what I'm saying a solved case unsolved case and have some type of credentials or something be able to get that information and learn how to like research and really put some stuff together documentary style and mm-hmm. you got you got a bestseller mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it just, what, and, is it, what is it that appeals to so many people about those stories do you think just I mean just the mystique aspect of it just the, it's just the mystique part like like I'm currently watching um, is it I Sniper it's the new it's on Vice I love Vice uh, media group I love Vice mm-hmm. so I love all these shows I love how they document stuff and they just they, they you know they leave you they leave you hanging you know what I'm saying it's like a, it's like that cliffhanger be so good to where it's like I have to or I'm gonna make another yeah. hour to watch this or uh, yeah. listen to it like uh-huh. you make that effort to do that and um, I think that it's the mystique part about it like if you have a really good story and it like draws you in and then you just leave it with a cliffhanger you good to go and you do that for a couple episodes yeah. you good to go uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Then after that it's like got a momentum to it yeah that's yeah. so that's that's one trend the other trend would be like entertainment for sure gossip talk you know Mm-hmm. Get in front of the camera. Sports. Sport, oh, sports as well, yeah. Now... We're going to run out of material with that, it seems like. Especially, uh, especially now. Um, sports, because you got... Like, um, I have a couple of friends that have sports podcasts. And I'm like, y'all have so much content. Like, especially from this weekend. You had the NBA uh, playoff start this week. Everybody still hype about Jacksonville Jaguars and the... Uh, Tim Tebow just got signed like last week and then the, the new quarterback, the new coach. Which is about time, you know. I don't know a lot about football, but I know Tim Tebow should have been with the Jaguars from the beginning, you know. They would have never had problems in the stands, you know. He's got so many people who love him around here. And you know a lot I mean, of people... I don't know anything about sports, but I know that. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, so... Even if you split that up in half, you got ha- half people that are very happy about Tim Tebow being on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They, they like us. They like finally, like we, you know, for the yeah. stands and just for like the pride. But then you got this yeah. other half of people that don't care for it at all. But even with that, with a sports podcast, you got two avenues to go in there and get so much content just from the Jaguars. Then you branch out to NBA. Then you branch out to like wrestling and uh, boxing and all this other stuff. So it's so much so much content that a sports podcast can go and do they just have to know mm-hmm. about their niche and stuff like that so that's big and like I say entertainment gossip talk it's something always going on in the news and you just get your perspective of it but that and true crime those are like the three yeah. main things for sure yeah it seems like that true crime stuff is just like really popular you know that's, the, that's all I see and, and 
usually I, I feel like when I go on Apple or Spotify, they they had them true crimes like right there in my face, like watch this, watch yeah. it. But I'm like, right. are, they, are they saying that because it's I listen to a lot first, of it? It's the first one. Just do the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, you listen to all these seasons. Yeah, twelve hours later, you're like, did he do it? <laughs> Yeah, so that that's the trends. Those are the main. Which I think sure. Oddball had that element too. You know, I mean, it wasn't a crime, but it, like you said, mystique was the word. You know, it had that element of like uh, you want to know how it was all. You know. Yeah, you want you want to know how it ended. Like you want to know, especially yeah. for the people yeah. in for the people in Jacksonville. Like I was when they told me the story. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know this even happened in Jacksonville. So now you know what I'm saying. So it's when you when it, when you have that factor, it's like, oh, let me find out. And then me, I was in it too. Oh man, like I was, I was actually like doing the research too. So man, it was great. Yeah. It was just, it made it really really interesting. And then I brought a lot of my friends on to listen to it. And it is you know the beautiful part of podcasting, man. It's great, especially if you, if you can tell a great story, and you can connect with like the. The person that's narrating the story is a lot. You know, you have to consider all those factors. Like, and there's people out there that will check your uh, your credentials. They they'll check it and see if you know they'll fact check you. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a when you get to those bigger media companies, that's something like New York and California. Like they have a team of people that just fact check because people you know the people would check they you know they hear it and they'd be like, well, let me go find out. And they're like, yeah. you know, so you run into all those same type of problems. And with the, you know, with social media the way it is, if you've got an error in there, you know, people are going to hear about it. Exactly. You know? and, then, and then once it's out, you know, yeah. you, you can't really change it. I mean, unless you go back and flip it, but, you know, you got it's already, somebody's already recorded it and, you know. Yeah, and then, and then, too, you think about the marketing part, you know, when you're, you have a rollout. So... If you have 10 episodes and you have an episode releasing each week, you know what I'm saying? You have to take that into consideration. Like, you know, it's a lot of uh, footnotes that you have to write. And if you have a website, you got to update it. And if you have a Patreon page where somebody paid $50 to get all the episodes at once, you know what I'm saying? So not having your facts correct or not even notating that can really kind of, it can, it can throw off the whole like system of things, the whole circle of, of how the production side, the, the the creative side, the admin side. So you have to really be careful about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. What advice would you have to students that are looking to get into podcasting but maybe don't have much technical experience yet? So there are many jobs when it comes to podcasting. Like people think that when you th- when you know when you're trying to get a podcast job that you have to be you have to know about audio and stuff like that. Well, I will say. If you're going to get into podcasting, well, do understand that it's all it's audio. It's audio heavy based. So even if you're not actually editing the audio, you need to know how audio works. So when you talk to clients, if you're a producer or um, if you're a salesperson or whatever, you need like the audio is going to be the selling point. So you definitely need to know how audio works. And I think once you get around more people that talk about audio a lot or if you find like these Facebook groups and find out what these people are talking about you you'll find out what what's needed 
and um, you know you'd be able to go in there like I, I just discovered like a it's like podcast jobs or whatever like they have like a website for it like strictly for podcasting jobs I'm like that's interesting and so I, I mean just I would just say study the ends about podcasting like how does podcasting work like how does how is it recorded like study that stuff first and then once you get your knowledge up on it and get rounded on some interning tip you know what I'm saying it would be easy for you to get into these other pockets like you don't necessarily have to go to a podcast like network or a podcast company to be doing like a form of podcast I mean if you're slick enough you can go you can go to any you can go to any type of entity and let them know how much podcasting is important to their business and be able to create a, a job you're right when you put it that way you're absolutely right i mean even like a car dealership or something like that you know any yeah. business you yeah. know it's like a new new way that they face their their customers yeah it's a lot of uh it's a, I, I think it's called inner podcasting I, I forgot the term of it but it's podcasting where they do podcasting and, and they give it to their to their employees like it's, it's it stays in house. It's not even like publicly, but it's like a, a thing that the employees listen to, so they can know what's going on in the business and and who's doing this and and how the finances is working. And it's and it's all in house. So that's a whole another market that a lot of people you know wasn't tapped into. You know what I'm saying? Like I tr- I actually try to do said company. I won't I won't put them out there like that. But I try to go to them. Before I was like, let me go full time with going to school and learning this stuff, but um, just learning the importance of podcasting. But yeah, that's my advice. I, I just feel like you need to study like everything about podcasting. Think, of, find, you know, learn about the top five microphones to use, and learn about like what what's the most popular uh, doll to use. Like is you know who who's using Ableton more than Pro Tools or like how I learned in your class. Like I learned like I didn't even know audition is this. I'm telling you, I mean that's all I use. Like I use audition when I'm like not doing my my work. Yeah. Uh, but like but I'm it's but a I, great little it is. And it makes you more it makes you more knowledgeable. So like I can edit in Ableton. I can edit in Audition, I get edited in Pro Tools, so that makes you more diverse. So when you know these type of things and know the ins and outs of podcasting and take it on for you, you'll be good to go. Regardless if you're technical or not, like that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good advice. Was there anything else you want to add that I'm not thinking to ask you? Uh, no, I think all these questions was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. This, I think this is my... As many interviews I've done, I, I don't think I've interviewed about audio engineering. And I, really? And I Ooh. like it. I like well, it. Well, first of first of many to come. Yes. Listen, if you want me to come back, about yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Episode two, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I'm, this, yeah. I was going to ask him how can they check out some of the other projects you're working on, the Mr. Peterson's neighborhood and stuff like that. Where oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you go to uh, MPN, M is in Mary, P as in Paul, N is in Nancy, dash LLC.com. And that's my website for the MPN network, Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood. Um, There's a tab on there that says the Neighborhood Podcast Network. 
and it has uh, when you click on it, it has like uh, all the podcasts on there. You click on it, and it takes you to either their Spotify, or their Apple, and um, I do blog posts as well. So I po- I always post like the latest uh, show that the podcast has released. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and go from there. And then I I sprinkle in some like music interviews that I've done. Um, trying to really build up the news aspect of it. Like, I'm really just building, like, this small media company, man. And, um, for, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's what we're working on. But, yeah, mpn-llc.com. Please check that out. They can follow me on, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. But all that stuff is on the website. That's the one-stop shop. Okay, awesome. Let me have them check it out. Well, we're your time. It's a, always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. And, um... And thank you for dropping some wisdom on us today. No problem. Thanks for having me, sir. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood Clear Visions was thought of, produced, engineered, and recorded by me, Mr. Al Pete at MPN Studios. The intro and outro music was produced by myself as well. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast that is available on all podcast platforms. Thank you to everyone who supports me. It's greatly appreciated. To the top, everyone.